Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sonic Talk episode two, uh, no, 616. I, there must be some sort of uh, piece of equipment that's a 616. It's the wing, it's the drum machine Roland never made. Somebody's got a, a bleeping thing there, but that sounds quite, it sounds kind of quite intriguing. It's quite a friendly bleep. Anyway, uh, this is a podcast to do with music technology, uh, music production, software, synthesizers, uh, even guitars sometimes, drum machines, all the kind of technology that goes around making records, making stuff. Uh, for or tracks or whatever it is you want to call live production all of those sort of things so welcome everybody and i want to say hello and thank you very much to uh isotope isotope will be giving away a copy of ozone 9 advanced which is uh, mastering software but also works great as uh, channel strips uh, audio processing lots of intelligent stuff there there will be a message from them that happens about halfway through the show so thanks everybody for joining us uh, a couple of things other way obviously super booth is coming uh, our coverage starts on friday the 24th uh, we've got Ian Body uh, at 5pm doing a live stream. Uh, he can't perform live, but he's prepared some stuff, but we'll play those in and have a chat. Then on Saturday at 5pm, we've got Scanner, aka Robin Rimbaud. He's doing a live stream at 5 o'clock. And then, all being well, uh, Matt Hodson, I know he's got some ear trouble at the moment. I hope he feels better. Um, he's doing on Sunday. And then we've got a, another Sonic Talk special with some YouTubers. I think we're going to have Div Kid, uh, Robin Vincent from Molten Music Tech, and also Bo Beats, at uh, that's 3 p.m. on fr on Saturday, yeah, and the rest of the stuff will just be happening around there. All the videos we picked, we shot a lot of videos. Um, what else? There was something else I was going to say, which oh yeah, I haven't been able to do any reviews because I've been just flat out filming stuff for uh, for Superbooth. But we will have, uh, I think, more than 30 videos. So there's going to be a lot of content for you to see. So uh, please do stay tuned for that. So we'll come back to our guests now. I think we'll start over here with Mr. Robbie Bronneman because Robbie. Uh, we haven't seen you for ages, and uh, I'm sure you've been a busy boy. Uh, what's What's been going on in your life? Well, apart from obviously staying in a lot, I hope you're well, obviously, and uh, you seem well, yeah. so that's good. Yeah, no, good. I was meant to be well, as Chicky was in Europe this month, but um, that and all our touring has been obviously cancelled, so making the best of um, being at home, so just working in the studio. Yeah, well, you got pro I guess you got projects on the go. Weren't you talking about you're doing a solo uh, album? Yeah, I'm doing, Do a, doing an EP at the moment, yeah. Doing solo EP. Yeah, yeah excellent. So I'm part of the way through that already, so yeah, it's going really well. Have you found, because uh, we, we've discussed this with uh, all the other panellists who've been on, you know, have you found that you're able to focus more, there's less distraction, or um, is it much the same as business as usual? Um, well, I, 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 it took a bit of a time. It took a few weeks if I'm honest, just to kind of get my head around what was going on. Mm. And so, yeah, so one, once I kind of felt a bit more like I knew what was going on, I could kind of relax a bit and kind of just focus in. So, yeah, I've got myself into a good routine now. Yeah, no, that's a tough yeah, thing. I mean, I really, think for, for, for me, I felt the first 10 days, I just couldn't, I couldn't contemplate anything creative whatsoever. I, I, heard a, I heard a fantastic, um, you know, Christian Henson from Spitfire Audio, he does his, you know, his, He's got his channel. Yeah. He did a great. He did a great episode about people confronted with working at home. Obviously, I work at home anyway. But it was a. Yeah, it's really worth checking out because it had some great tips in it for maximising your workflow at home. If you find yourself in that position, having not had that situation before, so yeah. Right. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a good. Yeah. He does some great stuff. He's a. He's a really good. Uh, a sort of uh, stream of consciousness speaker. I mean, yeah. I he plans it, yeah. but he's very good at that stuff. Um, I love. In fact, I think there's some kind of Spitfire announcement coming up in a couple of weeks, and I think we're gonna. 
talk to them, but I haven't I, I haven't had time to think about that. I mean, right now I'm focused on the Superboost stuff. Lovely to see you there, Robbie. Anyway, and uh, also we have Mr. I'm going to go to Charles because Gaz is. Just, I was going to throw him in there, throw him under the bus by bringing him in while he wasn't ready, but I'm going to go to Charles first. <laughs> Charles Chicky Reeves, uh, Sublime Nash UK producer, uh, remote mixer, and uh, live sound engineer, artist, all those kind of things, and man with yeah. a very tiny microphone that sounds very big. How are you, ah, Yes, <clears throat> I'm doing great, doing great, staying very busy. The, the whole remote mixing thing is working out really well. I've got it down to a, a science now where I have uh, Zoom running, and so I can have all the different band members, like which is normally a nightmare but when they're in one room, but having them all on a Zoom conference call is completely different energy. And uh, so, yeah, so I have all them, and then I have that Listen To audio plugin that is streaming... I usually stream like a, you know, like CD quality to them. And um, it's great. Now that I've made the adjustment to that, I'm I, like every single day, like seven days a week, <laughs> which is a bit more than I wanted. Um, but I'm, I'm grateful for the work. But uh, yeah, it's oh, Dave. Glad to hear it. Excellent. Glad yeah. to hear it. Uh, well, and uh, we also have over here Mr. Gaz Williams, who suddenly looks ready. How are you, Gaz? Gaz from there in Bristol. <laughs> Oh, yes. Actually, no, you're our second in from Bristol, actually, because obviously Robbie's in Bristol too. Oh, so. yeah, Robbie. Yeah, he, he joined us. Um, yes, indeed. Are you starting <laughs> to get a bit stir-crazy? Are you starting to... It, well, who's the, who's the uh, character on... Uh, um, are you Ben Gunn? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, it's, I, I've been really busy myself, which is great, and I'm really grateful to be busy lots of mastering and video editing mainly uh but also some songwriting and some reviewing and we got some great reviews on the way i've got about three things currently going at the moment reviews um so yeah wow i'm actually more busy than normal which is cool but bizarre um but uh yeah so great but i mean i'd just like to say again no i just like to say big love to everyone out there just love yeah. you all and thank you so yeah. much again for joining us and being part of our big global family it you know yeah i mean obviously we realize some people are finding it tough and it goes up and down you know sometimes you have a bad day sometimes you have a good day hopefully we've all caught you on good days and uh and, and you know just it'll pass at least the way you're feeling will probably pass i mean you know obviously what's going on will pass but it might be on a slightly longer cycle than your own personal uh headspace but uh yeah do um so there is actually some news this week uh i did I, i've said all the stuff with uh super booth haven't i oh yeah no i was going to put this because uh these i was going to throw this up while while i was uh talking about super booth. So I, I've, I've posted a news item uh, super booth home edition what to expect and uh let's see we said this is about the live performances and general Really what's going on we've got a few premieres in fact we've got a um we've got an exclusive from expert sleepers uh that's at four o'clock on friday uh yeah. that's already up on youtube um there's a big reveal they're using it to reveal a product and there'll be a few other uh, premieres that you can attend uh we'll have to post this as we go because we're literally rendering out the videos today because we just got we 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 got uh, actually uh, endless came on board and wanted to sponsor uh, some of the super Vive videos so they've got one of the pre-roll uh, spots and so have uh, uh loop cloud both excellent sort of facilities to be uh you know, for, for you guys in this space uh, in this particular time. So anyway, that, thanks to all our sponsors, but it's been very helpful and, and nice to know that we're not working our nuts off for nothing at all, uh, but which we probably would anyway, to be honest, but it makes it a little easier. 
I'm, I'm jabbering now. Right, um, let's have a look. Um, what was I looking for? Uh, yeah, here we go. Um, a couple of news items. Uh, Roley, as we've suspected for some time, there's some changes there. Roley just sold Juice, uh, which mm. is the platform that uh, is a cross-platform uh, plug-in and music software creation system that was uh, by Jules, uh, at who who basically uh, they've sold that to Pace, uh, who are, uh, uh, as we know, copy protection. So, but And they've also sold, um, in music, have bought BFD. So it looks like they're kind of jettisoning the, the acquisitions that they made, and they're now obviously concentrating on, on their own stuff, which is probably a good idea. Uh, and so that I guess that's industry news. It's not really sort of particularly tech news, but I suppose, hmm. uh, I, I guess I could come to you first, Robbie, because you're a Roly, you've got a Roly, haven't you? You yeah. kind of dig the Roly thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got the little seaboard block here, and then I've got the forty nine rise as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess you know they they were they're kind of famous, aren't they? Everyone knows they like had that unprecedented, massive injection of money and all that. And I guess they're just trying to streamline their 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 operation to kind of concentrate on the things that are important. So you know, I I think it's I think it's a good thing, a good thing. So spreading themselves thin. Just kind of concentrating on you know the products that kind of got them to where they are. Yeah, I mean I can't remember the it, uh, what was the thing that they, is it Loomis or Loom? There's a, Loomy. Like a little, Loomy, that's right. The color, the, the, yeah. the little colored kind of keyboard, which is a bit more sort of uh, lifestyle, shall we say? I suppose, but they, they've got those in all the, the, the stores and stuff. But although I, I think those keyboards, I think those keyboards would be great on the road because they're well, I haven't had a chance to play one, but apparently they. They're meant to play really nicely, and they they snap together, and you can use like three and you know three together to get like a six octave full size keyboard. So you know that would be great for traveling, um, you know, in a, in a backpack with your laptop if you want to if you're a player. Oh, here we go, so, Loomis. Um, you know, yeah, there we go. This is the thing we're talking about. I think yeah. it could be great. Um, That's true. Yeah, because they are they're very edge to edge, aren't they? There's no there's no sort of yeah. yeah that that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Interesting. So on that aspect, I think that could be great for professionals. And I think it's the same size as Seaboard Block, so you could tack one of those on the end. So, you know, Ooh, that's quite an idea. You could make like a massive keyboard rig that was really small. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I, I, I don't know whether you did, Charles. Did you do the, um, the, the Roly thing? Have you kind of got any of the Roly stuff? I, I, I kept meaning to, and I never got around to it. I, I th I've, I've played one, <clears throat> or played on a few of them, and I, I like it, but I'm just quite old-fashioned. I can't get away yeah. from a keyboard. <laughs> I just, oh, no, that's fair I, just, I, I love the love you know proper, either weighted or plastic keys. Um, the uh, but yeah, I guess I think it's a great idea from a business perspective to focus on the thing that, as they say in in Texas, dance with the one who brung you. So they're they're. I mean, I, I I don't really know what's I don't know much about that company though. Honestly, I I've no I, I had some minor interaction with them in the past with a, a piece of software that this other guy and I were developing, but that's about it, you know. <laughs> so, and I I don't know much else about them. Sorry, I wish I had more to offer on that. Uh, no, that's cool. I, I mean, it, it's news, I suppose. I'm pouncing on it because there's been such a dearth of well, it anyway. Well, yeah. Gaz, Gaz looks ready. Gaz looks ready. I am. I am. I am ready. I swear to God. Right. Yes. The thing is, what Roly did, Roly took a massive load of money because I remember back then we covered. We talked about it, I think, a lot on the show back then. But you know, there was this thing that. 
the amount of people who actually make music, who actually buy music making equipment, is so relatively small in the grand scheme of things. If you like compare the camera market, for instance, to the the music tech market, you know, it's it, the music tech market is is relatively small. It, it could be huge. So, you know, what, what happened with Roly? Because remember, Roly's first products were, were really expensive, were big yeah. seaboards, weren't they? You know? Seaboard rise, uh, the um, seaboard, just the seaboard, yeah. Similar kind of trajectory a little bit to um, Modal as well, you know, with the big keyboards initially, and then going right down to, you know, beginner Craft, market, essentially, yeah, yeah. which uh, which certainly was what, what Roly did. And Roly got it wrong, big big time got it wrong you know the whole kind of blocks ecosystem and software was frustrating it was a bit rubbish let's not beat around the bush it could you know the idea of it was trying to make music super super accessible hey you don't need to know things you just you know colored blocks and all this kind of stuff and in you know but also trying to reach out to the wider kind of music tech market as well but their devices you know don't didn't have anything any connectivity on other than usb and the little things for you know yeah. the blocks for, for joining them up so they kind of like you know they don't really fully integrate into your system i mean like you know robbie's case use for example going on tour and using that sort of thing is probably you know a really good uh, a really good case in in point but that's not that massive market that Roly, I guess, got that investment from. It's a similar thing to what's happened with Native Instruments with that enormous, enormous financial injection. It's like, come on, there's a massive market out there. But for me, I think when you make kind of dumbed down painting by numbers, kind of, you know, like I tried to make some music in that Roly software and the only stuff I come up with was just turd honestly awful <laughs> i mean you know i mean I, I was frustrated you know i mean other people might say yeah but all the music you make is turd but no no it's not i can make some good music but it was just fight yeah was i know fight. what you mean i know what you, you know mean. and it's like oh, but i mean so, there are you know there are examples of pro people like flume i mean he's out on he's out live using 16 blocks on his live show to do his show so, Again, you know, we're there talking are about, like, they were going after the big market, though. That's what I'm talking about. Let me just finish my point. Yeah, they, so they were going after that big market, got, and in doing got, so... They do have a place, I guess. Yeah. That's what yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. My point's more fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> the, but the thing is, it's like, if you are going to go after that market... Now, they're, they're having another crack at it with the Lumi, aren't they? And Which yeah. is a little bit more yeah. conventional with the convention. Um and it's a little bit of a shame in a way because Roly, you know, the, the whole push of MPE, you know, was really well, they're, was they're, they are, Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Roly, let's, let's give them credit where credit's due, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's really important. That's a really important thing. So I kind of sort of see this kind of weird duality between what they were trying to do. And I think, sadly, you know, I think that they got it wrong. I think what would have been a better approach is to have expanded that fantastic technology that they've got into a way that was maybe more integral into existing um, systems. Ecosystems. I mean, fantastic. You know, it would have been amazing yeah. to have like, well, it's, what's, I, I know what you're saying, but what's really interesting is, you know, they got all of those blocks into Apple stores. So you, yeah. we may consider them to be, a, you know, maybe a, a failure in terms of the musicians we see using them, but I bet you they sold a ton of them, but perhaps not I enough. Mean, but but you've, got, you've, got to, you've, got to, you've got to also weigh out with the fact that, you know, 
the, the seaboard is there, you know, is the product that kind of made them. Those those initial seaboards were lost leaders. They always said that they weren't there. You know, they were there to, as a proof of concept almost, the really expensive ones to kind of, yeah. you know, point the way to it. And then obviously the rise, I, I think probably the rise, you know, set of, you know, the 49 and the little two octave and all that, those are probably, you know, where the pro musician are at. But like every company, they they have to find a way of making sure that they can keep that part going. So they look to the lower end to kind of, you know, bring in money so that they can support the high end as well, which isn't as big a market. Yeah, you know, every no, company does that. Don't they? Corb, Roland, everyone has yeah. their noddy holder products at the bottom of the range, you know. Yeah, yeah. no, you're, you're right. But I think they but were anticipating a massive hold sale. On, hold on. Yeah. That, yes. I, I was going to say that, you know, with... I always got the feeling from those keyboards that they were often a solution looking for a problem to solve. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, it's yeah. like, I, I mean, it, the playing was interesting, but you know, if it, if it was something like the push to or the push and the push to and the machine and so forth, those, those are interesting ways of playing music because they integrate also with an existing ecosystem. But, you know, to me, it's like, it's just like okay, well, why why learn Esperanto? You know, when I can express myself. Okay, all right. Well, I can. I can. I mean, I think the the the, the bigger seaboards, yes, was a bit weird. The the little seaboard block was the sweet spot for me because it's it is when you yeah. set it up. Part of the problem is it doesn't work with Ableton, but not because of a problem with Roly. It's a problem that Ableton doesn't work with MPE. So you can't. You're you're cutting right. out like a probably. I don't know what percentage of the. Mm. the the performer Huge. market that's going to be probably 40% i don't know i'm, I'm guessing yeah. i don't know so right away if they could, if 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 ableton had had that capability it would have made a very big difference because it's just like oh i've got that i can map all of this stuff because for for expressive things and and their synth the synth i can't remember what the actual synth's called equator, uh, equator it's really yeah. really good it sounds really good. amazing yeah. and the control yeah. and it's just it, it yeah i think basically because <laughs> it wasn't universally accepted across like everything because not everything handles mpe well in fact uh logic doesn't either really does it so i mean or you, only, you only have to spend some time with the slate plus ash library or as which is like designed i mean it's an mpe library but it, you know specifically originally they aimed it at people with the seaboard it's incredible the the expression and what you can get out of it you know it's um you know it, it, it it's definitely got its place but it's you know it's not it's not a mass market item. Yeah, I think that's. And, I, you know, I think, oh, who's sorry, it? Um, oh, I, I was just gonna say. The delay kicks in. The delay kicks in. There's there's this old saying which is you know you sell to the sell to the classes you eat with the masses you sell to the masses you eat with the classes. So I guess they they are trying to find a way to sell to the masses because that that really is where you make your money. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So that would, that was the point I was going to say, though. I think, I mean, you know, the talent involved in the, you know, Roly really kind of cherry picked some of the best people in the business, and and actually their acquisitions were really smart acquisitions. The acquisition of Juice, for instance, you know, yeah, and now Juice makes almost everything, doesn't it? You know, it's the basis yeah, of so uh, much audio software. So much stuff. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> really smart. You know, so 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 you know, it, it, a part of me is quite is a little bit sad if they are struggling, but uh, you know, um and maybe the loomy thing will turn things around for them. But the point I wanted to sort of make though was uh, about how this idea that the market, this enormous market that's out there, you know, by 
trying to appeal to people that they don't have to learn stuff or in the case of the Lumi, you know, a big, a big thrust of the Lumi is, is, is this is a learning device. Um, I, I was just curious though, when do you think a company has got that right? You know, that they've managed to sort of, you know, you could say garage band is a very good example of that, of something that could kind of, uh, appeal to. Well, yeah, but the member, the kit, you know, remember how we were all kind of initially perhaps sort of going, oh, this is terrible, you know, hardcore yeah. logically users, but now mm. actually it's quite handy, you know, for, for a lot of mm. people. So yeah, it's, it's an interesting. Uh, can I just mention one quick thing, just because this was something uh, th- th- that's, that's also uh, to do with this. But there is a feature that people quite often overlook with Logic, which is the fact is if you go into the settings and go into the uh, advanced settings and there, there is a switch there, turn on advanced tools. Um, now, all power users, Robbie, uh, Robbie, that, it's basically GarageBand. Yeah. But that's the thing. When you switch that, <laughs> I think you must hate it, Robbie, because when you switch that, it puts wood end cheeks onto the logic. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I'm But this is a really cool thing, and I don't think many, I think people overlook this quite a lot. A lot of people struggle a little bit with, um, you know, super complicated DAWs like Logic and Cubase or whatever, um, because, you know, there's a mad load of stuff there that they just will never ever use so having this toggleable like dumbed down version you know and the thing is if you use that dumbed down version and then collaborate uh, i was thinking about you and bang actually robbie because you know she hates all the compli- complications but like if you're yeah. working on a project together do the simple one when you know for the person who wants just a much more streamlined workflow and then you just toggle it and it's perfectly um it's compatible know, yeah totally compatible but isn't that really cool i don't know any other software that does that and i think people overlook it because I think it may be switched off, or the advanced tools may be switched on by it's default. Like, it's, a, it's a thing, isn't it? Because it's like a, you go from GarageBand to Logic Basic, and then when right. you get fluent with that, you hit flip the button, and then you get to the Logic. Is, yeah. It's like yeah. a stepping stone. A stepping yeah, stone. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a, it shouldn't have an Okay, I've got this. Uh, a gateway toggle switch. That's going to be the show title, I think. Uh, gateway. <laughs> there you go. Gateway toggle. Gateway if I can fit that in, it might be a it little. A bit, it sounds salacious. Yeah, well, I, you know, there's got, I, you know, me, I like a little, just a little bit of smut in the in the show title, but without being, without being too, still you know, being family too friendly. Specific. Yeah, exactly. We don't want any any PG guidance uh, stickers or anything. Anyway, that was, I mean, but it's it's very interesting, and and it, it just feels like a kind of miss. And there have been. You know, there's but there's all sorts of ways that people feel about it, and you know sometimes you just don't get it absolutely right. And I hope by streamlining that they will now be able to kind really of move forward. Yeah. yeah, I hope they do because you know I hope they're still around to support the, the seaboards. Ah, well, there so, is that. Yeah, <laughs> whatever they could, I don't care if they want to sell flipping chickens or whatever they want to sell. As long as they, they support the seaboard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good comment. Good comment, though. They're super complicated. Doors atrocious. <laughs> oh yeah, that's too long for the Ooh, for the poster good. frame. Unfortunately, uh, but yeah, I might try. Okay, um, well, let, actually, let's do our, our little uh, mid roll um, uh, um, yeah thing with uh, isotope. That's what I was looking for. Building on a 17-year legacy in audio mastering, Ozone 9 brings balance to your mix with never-before-seen processing for low-end, real-time instrument separation, and lightning-fast workflows powered by machine learning. Expect lower CPU usage and shorter startup times with Ozone 9 compared to Ozone 8. 
experience fluid metering in a fully resizable environment that lets you track the most subtle details of your audio. Use more plugins at once, mix while you master without worrying about slowdowns or dropouts. And immerse yourself in a smooth, modern experience designed to keep you in your creative flow. As you can see, Ozone 9 is the fastest way to get your master off the ground. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to check out our other videos and head to isotope.com to learn more about mixing and mastering and to download your free trial of Ozone 9. Yeah, and uh, once again, we thank them for providing the prize for this week. <laughs> I just noticed that because I've seen this a number of times now because they've very kindly been uh, giving away this for a while. There's a bit where they drag the window and it stutters. And it, it, if you were being, if you perhaps weren't aware, you might think, oh my goodness, something's gone wrong. But it's not. It's actually a timed effect. But it's quite interesting. Uh, right. Anyway, so we've now got a, uh, a competition. We're looking for the hashtag make finer mixes and the hashtag ozone9. That's one word to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. This is a Twitter competition. So you tweet this to enter. Uh, that's all we're looking for. I mean, if you've got other characters, stick a picture in there, stick anything you want to, want to say. You know, you can combine those phrases into some witty phrase if you want, whatever. Just uh, just tweet the make finer mixes as one word and the hashtag ozone9 as one word to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. And you'll be entered into the competition to win a copy of Ozone9. Advanced, that is. That's the advanced one. And uh, we have a winner from last week. Uh, this is somebody called Richard... Richard Gruhl, I think. Gosh, I don't know how I'm pronounced that. G-R-O-U-L-X. That's uh, on Twitter is the hashtag at Red5UNX. At Red5UNX, Richard Gruhl. Maybe I'm getting that right. Maybe I'm getting it wrong. They got the right one. Pick me, you said. And I actually, I did. Although I wasn't responding specifically to those instructions. It's just that's what the random number generator picked up. But once again, we thank uh, Isotope for supporting us uh, on the show and continuing to do so. It's uh, a great help during these times. Um, so what's next? Oh, yeah. Neat app. I'm, I'm, we may have covered this before, but I suspect as people have got more time on their hand, they might not have remembered it. This is the Roland 4 by camera. But... And it's just like a sort of build-up, jamming kind of recording system, which allows you... There are other apps, I think, that allow you to, uh, to sort of build up acapellas and layer up things. It gets to the point in a minute, then you see four, up to four people, and you can just... Or four clips, and you sync them up, and you can overdub to yourself. And there you go. I mean, I don't need to play the whole thing. I was rather hoping they'd play something at the end where it showed what it did. But essentially, you know, you get those split screens where you've got the same person doing the same thing and they sort of built a track, a four track up. That's what that does. And it just seems like a neat one. I think at the moment it's on special offer. Uh, this one came from via CDM, I think. It was, uh, yeah, create digital music uh, or cdm.link, a Peter Kern's excellent website. Uh, free and make your own split screen music videos. And it's a, it's a free in app purchase. So it's actually on special offer at the moment. And I would have thought, Gaz, this might appeal to, to you because you're a sort of spontaneous looper sort of guy. I mean, not that everybody else isn't, but that's something that you, you do a lot, I think. You're muted. Is that me or you? It's you. Hey! Take a drink. I was slurping drink. Was, and I was, you were taking I, a drink. I was, muting. I was muted for your benefit. That's anyway. very kind of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Whereas I didn't just then. That, that's what you would have heard if I hadn't muted. Just wanted to, yes. you know, for illustrative yes. purposes only. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, God, I hated that music in that little advert there. Yeah, anyway, I know what you mean. Um, it's a bit kind of shunky, isn't it? <laughs> um, I've done a few things like this myself. I've built them in Final Cut, but, um, but you know, as a kind of after after the effect sort of thing. Um, but doing it in a really fast way. That, I, I have, I, I mean, this app came out a couple of years ago and we did talk about it. Yeah, I yeah we did. I, I got it back then, um, although I've, I used it. I tried it once, I think. Um, it is interesting. I mean, it is, it, it's interesting um, to, you know, it's a fun and cool little thing to, as, as the app. It makes it really easy. But that kind of thing about making a piece of music um, and you show each part of it I, I i was kind of thinking about that you know they they've got a term haven't they called video songs i mean it's a very basic song uh jack conti uh founder of patreon i think was one of the first people to really nail that kind of way of doing things and obviously jacob collier the absolute master of of that sort of stuff as well i suppose um yeah, you wouldn't want to take him on an improvised battle would you really <laughs> no. No. i mean i've been watching some of his uh have you seen the where you know he's done that whole series where people send him a little bit of singing and then he will just harmonize to their little video like they might send a i don't know 15 second long piece and then he'll harmonize to it and he's released now a bunch of compilations of these times where but i mean he's not just doing like uh simple vocal harmonies he's doing the most intense full uh six-part arrangements to all of these and is stunning i mean absolutely stunning um but the point i was going to say though is that uh something that is becoming more and more apparent uh and funnily enough this was in a conversation i had with tim exile um when we were in la it's in on my channel a little la stories thing uh, but talking about how um we've grown through this era of um very few people making content to be consumed by the masses you know that's how we've all grown up through that sort of era but now um I'm just totally quoting Tim here, but, you know, he's saying that, that sort of do a little Instagram video with bunny ears and crazy backgrounds or something and sending it to your friends. You know, you're the content creator and your content's being sort of consumed by maybe 10 people, 15 people or whatever it is. And and that the world is moving more and more into that idea, you know, of <laughs> the content creator and making content for very small audiences and i was kind of thinking god i bet a lot of our albums of you know that we've all made have, haven't had as much uh <laughs> interest as like you know 10 oh i don't know, do you know cats on a cat a picture of a cat on a synthesizer yeah i assume that i use the same <laughs> thing isn't it it's like i could write yeah, an yeah. editorial piece which i don't do very yeah. often admittedly yeah. uh or just post a picture of a cat on a synthesizer and i know which one will do better <laughs> <laughs> um, but just, just just to finish off on that point, though, the fact that and probably at the end of this lockdown period, whenever that will be, you know, in the next you know four or five years time, um, they, you know, sort of uh, <laughs> no, um, I, I just wonder if that will have, have grown even more that uh, that people slightly less interested in in you know the big 
corporations pushing stuff and more interested in their friends and friends of friends sharing you know they will i'm sure but it'll break out won't it i mean it'd be like in traditionally record companies record labels uh would find Hmm. the cream and promote it whereas now there's a sort of i mean there is a sort of organic thing but you do get a lot of help from people who know what they're doing in social media as well can i mention just one more thing i know sorry i'm I'm hogging things uh, but just regarding tiktok you know, one of the things that's kind of like a genius about TikTok and, you know, like Drake got to number one recently. And I think sort of part uh, part of the reason of that was because they did this thing with TikTok that if you upload something to TikTok and you can make the, there's that button. You can make that, you can make the audio available for ev- everyone to make their own videos too. It's just like a button on there that they can press and then they get the, the music. I think it can be up to one minute long. Uh, and it, and they don't have any fear of using it for copyright or anything. You just can get that piece of music, and you know, and subsequently people download it, film their own version of a dance to it yeah, but as a means is. of actually getting your music out to loads of people. It's you know, as YouTube is clamping down on copyright, sort of TikTok is doing this thing is making it super easy for people. Just well, it's a short that. form version as well, so then you hear it enough. It's like you know, it's like going on holiday to Ibiza, dancing all night in the clubs to a track, and then coming and going. Oh, I remember that. I'll buy it. You know. So same sort of concept, but but different. Charles, I don't know whether yes, I have a question for you. I can't remember if I've got a question to ask. Gaz, we had a lovely um, diversion there, but I can't remember where we were. Well, I was going to add something to what Gaz just said. Was um, I have a, a few of my clients who are promoting their albums via via TikTok exactly that way, and it's it's gangbusters for them. It's fantastic. It's a great way to do it. They don't have to worry about. The copyright infringement they don't have to worry about their album being ripped off they don't have to worry about people burning out on their on their records because you know people don't hear the whole record they only hear just these short clips of stuff and um and it also helps people see music in various lights you know either whether it's someone doing a funny video or a dance video or any number of things to uh to these songs so i i think i think it's fantastic now back to the 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 app yeah, I, I mean, I, I, like Gaz said, it came out a couple of years ago, and I, I didn't, there wasn't really, I couldn't really see the demand for it. You know, maybe it did okay. I, I have no idea. But I can see now that suddenly people would, this would be a new, uh, a new way of creative expression. You know, everybody's trying to get online. I mean, I, I'm, I sound like an old person when I said that. <laughs> everyone's trying this internet thingy. Uh, no, everyone's trying to do video content online now. I mean, just try to go on Amazon and and buy, you know, the gear that you need to make video content. I've learned firsthand it's really difficult to buy right now, um, and uh, I think this is a a great a great tool for it. Seems like it. So yeah, yeah I might try. I know, it I, was, I know, Robbie, what you think. I mean, just going to that point that uh, that uh, um, Charles, Charles was making about uh, about TikTok <laughs> videos. I wonder if this means that you know people who. That, that people can, you know, if I had an album to promote, I might hire a choreographer to do me a minute video and do a little kind of a dance routine for it so that it gets out into the consciousness. That's another, it's a really, it's an interesting kind of spin on doing a music video, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess it's like all these things, isn't it? It's like the most important thing if you're a musician, you're trying to get your stuff out there, it's just understanding who are the likely people who are going to want to listen to what you do and finding. And, and that's the most important thing. Otherwise, you know, you can just aimlessly try anything to try and get your stuff out there. But if you can understand what your market is and who the likely 
you know who want to listen to what you do then you can kind of home in on the kind of things activities you should be doing online to kind of you know promote what you do certainly for me doing a brady bunch style four track thing is not gonna help promote what i do right. <laughs> um but uh, you know but you know i, I guess it's, it's just really it's just it's great the more things like that that are available for people the better isn't it because it means people can just pick and choose what's pertinent to their kind of to their trajectory of what they're trying to achieve by getting themselves online yeah exactly i mean but and also the thing is is as you know cameras um, we've been i've been seeing this a lot you know because we've been filming all kinds of people set up some people have like just a phone some people got an ipad some people got a you know an early generation laptop with a webcam you know this is all for super stuff and the difference in quality between various things you know if you've got decent bandwidth the iphone camera is really good i shot a thing with the guys over at uh udo audio and it was just an iphone and george taking us on a tour through his workshop and it's a really good video actually because he stops and he's got three prototype synths um mm -hmm. that he yeah. made you know since he was a kid and he just says oh this was the, the, yeah and the domino and, I, the, and well i'll tease that because that's a great video and, and it was just filmed on an iphone and it's like wow that's really i mean it's completely acceptable the other thing that's very interesting uh, i don't know if you've seen but certainly on uk television the things like panel shows and quiz shows are now starting to be done by zoom or skype and so, uh, or by mobile phones, like Jamie Oliver, a famous chef, is doing these kind of series from his kitchen where his kids are holding a second camera iPhone. They're filming it, and he's talking to another one. And, and it's becoming part of the visual language of what makes acceptable, like, TV content as well. It's really interesting, that whole mm. dynamics change. I think where the problem is, you get these quick fire rounds, like, you know, a, a kind of smart, what's have I got, have I got news to you, where people are sort of uh, wisecracking. And the edits are really uncomfortable. They're just off by a beat, you know, whereas when they're in their normal <laughs> system. And so it doesn't quite work in the same way. It's, it's, it's really fascinating how that's all changing, uh, um, I think, personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, OK, right. What else have we got? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, so, but this is another, another article from uh, actually Music Tech, uh, who they recently got uh, acquired. Well, not recently, maybe a year ago got acquired by the people behind BandLab and their journalists they're, they're sort of changing their journalistic style a bit it's getting quite investigative and, and there's some great I mean so, really, so there have been some really good articles on there it's well worth checking out anyway uh, Bandcamp again are going to be waiving their revenue shares again I think it's is cool. it this Friday which means uh, the 30% uh, thing so it means that people can promote their stuff on Bandcamp and they'll get more of the cut obviously you get the PayPal changes and stuff like that that's kind of a good one that's, that's one of these things that's kind of handy I mean I don't know uh, Charles, I remember we talked to you, uh, use Bandcamp, and you sort of see, you see lumps in, you know, where when you play it out at uh, some of your tracks at, 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 at gigs and stuff. So is it, obviously yes. you can't do that at the moment, but I mean, do you use the, are you able to use this kind of uh, offer to, to bump your sales? Well, if there was only like some way that on YouTube, I could just like look right into a camera and say, buy my music, buy my music, buy my music. <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, what is your band? What is your Bandcamp? Chicky and Coco at bandcamp or dot bandcamp dot com. Chicky and Coco. Chiki and there Coco. we go. All right, there we Chiki go. Chicky and Coco. Yeah. Well, there's a perfect. <laughs> well, we can see if that works. And if they obviously, if, you, if people buy it this week, it means you get a bit more of it. It was a Friday last yeah. time, wasn't it? Um, it's yeah, pretty. I think it's so. pretty handy. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. think it's you know these are all things that I think are going to be they're positive yeah. and they kind of make 
they make the, uh, the the record label model seem even more disconnected with you know real life for yes. a lot of people as well. Because could you imagine yeah. EMI or whoever it is now, uh, EMI conglomerate saying we're going to waive our royalties on all the artist sales this Friday? Yeah, like <laughs> as if. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck on that one. Um, yeah, I I I love Bandcamp. I'm a really big fan of it, and it's it's spawned the type of music I listen to anyway. So I I, I love that. I love the complete DIY thing. I mean, that's all this is, is a glorified DIY setup, really. Yeah, so, I suppose that's I, I love that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, Robbie, I, I mean, you know, I guess a lot of your stuff, I mean, I, you know, a lot of your stuff, because you do music to picture, it's a different revenue model for you. But I guess you probably, do you, have, do you band camp? Uh, I've, I've put up a few things in the past. I did a little project with, um, with a friend of mine, producer from Swansea called Andy, and we called Sushi Friday. Oh, yeah, and I we that. We've got, we've got some tracks up there, but um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, this is a new thing for me doing my own solo project at the moment, um, and it's going to go through a label, um, so I guess that won't be pertinent for this. But um, I mean, uh, certainly for the future, thinking about trying to be more proactive with stuff for myself, I, I think I'll be utilising things like Bandcamp much more. Well, I mean, I'd imagine if your label have got anything about them, they probably will anyway. You know, they'll probably be putting the stuff yeah. up there because it's all about making it accessible. And obviously yeah. with Bandcamp, you can embed stuff and it's really easy. I mean, we're doing a performance with Ian, Bo Ian Body, like I say, on Friday, and he's got Din Records. He's been actually, he's been running that since the 80s. He first put, yeah, he put cassettes out on it of his own releases in that sort of 89. It's a real great story. And now he's doing these great uh, compilations with uh, lots of other people. Uh, I think I'm getting a phone call. Um, mm. uh, Gaz, I'll just mute yeah. that. And, uh, you can you can take over while I get that. Okay. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I think Bandcamp just is is where all the cool guys hang out. I think, isn't it? You know, that's what I love about Bandcamp. I think it's just mm -hmm. so brilliant for so many reasons, and and them doing this just kind of shows that they are really. I don't know, got the finger on the pulse. It's yeah. a really, really cool thing. Uh, and I, I, I've put out various things on Bandcamp, and I've got a whole load of stuff coming out on Bandcamp, including the long-awaited Pork Ticket album, which I am really excited to release. That's going to come out in about two weeks. Pork What's Ticket. Pork, Pork Ticket. Ah, oh, yes, is that yeah. your is that your band that does the stuff that's unlistenable or yeah, in, it's intention, all, intentionally? It's, no, I mean intentionally. Revolting. Yeah. So, we, so we're just trying to um, just trying to decide whether to uh, whether to the call name, the album. The uh, as it is. Well, we're trying to work out the album title at the moment. Could be um, keep it clean. It could, <laughs> well, it's either it's either you know like a like a, a helping of raw pork. Is one thing. You're not. You're or, not. You're not I, trying to get vegetarians on board with this, are you? <laughs> uh, or I tell you, oh, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. We make. We try and disappoint at every musical junction. You know, every, every every musical decision take the wrong turn until the music is so horrible. It's it becomes beautiful in a way because unintentionally it's just, beautiful. Oh, it's an yeah, interesting it's philosophy. Really, but um, I think, but also the du the duo the duo Denim. I'm also thinking it. We've got a track called the duo Denim as okay. well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might be, that's how. That's a contender. Are you having a listening party? A listening party, yes. yeah. Well, everybody has got a... Pork ticket listening party. Uh, can I put forward a, a, a track title as well, please? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yes. I think Chitterlings would be a good one. <laughs> 
chitterlings. <laughs> chitterlings is a, a, a sort of English offal. I don't know what it is. It's not something that I'd want to eat, but it, I, I remember it from uh, childhood. It's something that you that's kind of you, buy, you used to buy from butchers, and it's some internal part of some animal that you know nobody yeah. actually wants, I w apart from your you grandmother. Know, I'm the, maybe I'm from the deep south in, a, in the states. I'm from the deep south originally, and, and we that's something we see too. Chitlins. Ah, chitlins. Yeah, it's called, yeah. It's called lamb. Sorry, mutton dressed mutton. as lamb. <laughs> mutton dressed as pork, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, raw pork. Someone told me a technique years ago that um, if someone's got a hangover, a really good thing to um, help them speed up the recovery of the hangover is to get some raw sausage and just to roll some into an ashtray and wake them up and just show them it, like sort of like the the, the raw sausages in in, ash, in, in, in an ashtray is. What do they call it? What do they, what do they call that? I think they call it. Uh, it just speeds it all up. Yeah, no, there's something that. Uh, it's an emetic, isn't it? I think that's what I've never tried an arsehole, but that is chicken. Sorry, it's a, sorry a Robbie. Bit, what? It's a little bit like. Uh, I think it's on a tour, tour bus with an artist who's a staunch vegetarian. That would never fly. No, no, absolutely would not happen. I was saying, it sounds a little bit like one of those things where they say, you know, best way to get rid of a headache is to hit your hand with a hammer. You know, yeah, it'll work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your headache will be the I least of your problems. Exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> distraction therapy. Uh, well, I wish you luck with that, Gaz. I mean, it's an, maybe maybe we'll have answers on a postcard in the chat room. I'm sure they're starting to appear as already. Yeah, here they come. Sorry. <laughs> Yep. I thought you were just about to say maybe we'll feature a track, but um, but surprisingly you didn't. Uh, well, we could do, yeah. I think I think we have listened to some before, actually, Gaz. I think you did play us some, like because well, it's come up before in conversation. Yeah, it did yeah. come up, but uh, yeah, but it's um, yeah. Oh God, it's 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 just horrible. It really truly. So horrible. Uh, okay, I mean, I've got a question for you. If you do that, because obviously you know when when you're in a room with a bunch of people and you have an intuitive sort of jam session and things take, does it take longer because you've got to go? Ah, no. That's wrong. We need to rewind and go the other way. Or, or does it? Do you start to instinctively know which is the wrong way, so you can improvise wrongly? If you see what I'm saying. Well, pork, pork ticket is a duo, so it's uh, so it's just the two of us. But the thing about pork ticket that makes it really good fun, though, is that Sebastian Goldfinch, who is my partner in crime, he's from the band Cotton Wolf. Uh, he's got really incredible perfect pitch and i think i might have mentioned him before because one of the things that's like you can play like the nastiest cluster chords and he'll tell you all the notes he doesn't just tell you one that he'll he can he'll identify all the notes within a chord and it's it's amazing it's an incredible so you know so i used to you know he became my party piece i would take him to parties just to sort of get him to you know go get everyone to come and watch him and then try and see if we could get him to you know see if you could come and defeat our sort of perfect pitch guy you know. it's like but, the um, side show yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh so one of the things and he's classically trained so the thing about doing pop ticket is like what what maybe one of our techniques is uh, uh, well i mean one thing i did was uh, like the an indian men recipe menu you know um delivery thing had been posted through the door so just sang the contents of it without a click track and without any reference notes just sang everything on the thing and then seb harmonized it all meticulously uh and it's wow. oh it's so horrible it's beautiful um but you know he makes a really great harmonies to the most on you know really difficult melodic stuff he tries to make these great harmonies to it so the core is horrible but seb's harmonizing is actually quite beautiful you might get so. sponsorship from deliveroo 
<laughs> oh no, it's just eat. Did anybody say just just, eat. just yeah, pork? Theme song, just eat. <laughs> Does anybody say just pork? And you could have the harmonisation. <laughs> oh my god! Oh uh, yeah. I don't know if this will yeah. translate internationally. They might have an international equivalent yeah. of that ad, but you've seen it everywhere at the moment. As with lots of delivery services, they're sort of doing oh, great guns god. at the moment. <laughs> oh, that um, was fun. Thank oh, you very much for yeah. that. Uh, once again, uh, excellent uh, diversion there, guys. Um, <laughs> let's have a look. So, Bandcamp, uh, SoundCloud doing a SoundCloud doing a live streaming service. Did I actually get there? I don't know if I did. Mm. Uh, Mixcloud. Oh no, not SoundCloud. Mixcloud. Oh, that's that's a completely different story. That's not the same thing at all. <laughs> I told you I was busy, and it comes to the point where I just saw cloud and thought, okay, SoundCloud. But everybody puts cloud in front of everything, don't they? So I suppose it could I, be iCloud, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so live stream. But it's interesting. I mean, the, just going back to this, because like like you said, Charles, everybody in the world is trying to go into live stream. I mean, uh, and it, and in many cases, lots of people do it, and it's good. Um, in fact, uh, Jim uh, uh, Hayward, who is a regular listener, he does a lot of stuff at the shows where he does the sort of sounds only demo videos of sort of the hot instruments of of the uh, of the show. A really difficult job actually, because you don't get time to play. Mm. That he's working on a Yamaha YC um, keyboard, the the big YC sixty one, sixty one, and, and he was playing out, that out on uh, Facebook yesterday, and it sounded amazing, man. I mean, it was real because it, oh. it's a traditional, regular keyboard. Yeah, you know, it's got organ, piano, synthy, you know, mm. uh, strings. It's 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 supposed to be that, but it goes so far into the complete ambient and weirdness of because the, the effects are so strong. I'm really looking forward to see what it does. But the, I, mean, I mean, what I was trying to say was an illustrative point of people who don't normally maybe stream stuff because they think it has to be more structured or more. I think maybe they're finding out that improvisation can work. You know, the Alders from uh, Sonar Traffic yesterday, I mean, his stuff is more structured, I think, or more uh, uh, considered, did a really great set of uh, just... Uh, a sort of melodic uh, modular. There's some really good stuff out there, but it's the frustrating part, like you say, Charles, is is getting the tech set up, isn't it? Because it, without the right tech, it can be incredibly complicated to get it right. Yeah, certainly from the from the. So once this whole lockdown thing ends, as Gaz says, in about four years, um, one of the things I'm set up to do is that I've got in my house, I've got a way to be able to uh, take in uh, 96 channels. Of audio and mix it so i and i've got a large enough space in my house that i can do live performances I have like a you know like a small ensemble you know like a, a band with no more than like say seven people or even wow. no matter what kind of music it is wow. uh, but i could but i've got live drums in there i've got a roads in there i've got all kinds of stuff and i got great lighting in there and um so once the lockdown ends i'm actually going to be streaming live shows from there um, That's like, Dar was it, like like Daryl's house. Was it live at Daryl's? Did mm -hmm. the guy from uh, oh, yeah. 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 did that? Yeah, so it'll be it'll become a little bit like a like a tiny desk kind of thing, only with a lot of big a desk, lot, a lot more equipment. <laughs> uh, a, a big desk. Well, actually, I'm just going to use the one I've been using live, my Digico. I'm going to use that because wow. I've got a you know right right off the bat that's 48 inputs right there, and I I doubt I'll need that much. I'm not but I can that. stream I can stream out of that. Um, and make a 
you know, multi-track recording and, and have yeah. a mix of it at some time later. But, but I'm going to just mix it on the fly. Uh, you know what? I think then... that's, a, that's a really I think that's a really good idea, because I think what's going to happen is, as we've been repeatedly told, large public mm. gatherings, probably, you know, entertainment is going to want to be mm. the last thing to unlock. So there will be. Mm. I mean, you said, Robbie, you went to play at Daryl. So, you know, having a venue where you could at least record and have a load of people watching the stream or have a very, maybe a small limited audience in and then turn that into a, a product of the moment this is the album we made there this is the recording that's been properly dealt with yeah. i think that's probably going to take that's going to have a big surge in interest because that's going to be kind of the only way people can experience a live event and mm -hmm. so people who are already set up for that i think are going to going to be uh, you know yeah. popular i think the, the thing that that really caught my attention about it was watching all the you know deutsche gramophone the the german classical music label <clears throat> they they're doing these uh like daniel hope a uh, German violinist is doing these concerts from his living room. And it's just him, uh, an accompanist of some type, like a viola or, an, or a pianist or something. And, um, you know, and a bunch of Coles mics. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> course, I was going like, to say, like you do. I mean, it probably sounded all right on the iPhone speaker, to be honest, if you've got a yeah. Strad, possibly. So <laughs> that's true. But he, what he, he's, he's just got, he's got this, uh, you know, this beautiful apartment that's in the middle of Berlin. He's got some decent lighting setup and he's just doing these broadcasts these streaming broadcasts out of his house, I think every day. I, I haven't wow. seen it lately, like in the past week or so, but but I was watching it before because my background is is classical music. And uh, I I just absolutely loved it. I thought, man, I'm just going to start getting, you know, my clients in. And I've got a few other bands who've, nothing like, no big rock thing. It'll be more like an MTV Unplugged thing. But I've got all these different bands that have contacted me about coming and doing a performance at my at my house so nice yeah why not <laughs> yeah that's a great idea Gaz, I, i'm sure that's something you could because i mean i know you know you do a lot of gigs Gaz, and it's going to be tough for a while so it's yeah. going to take these these kind of lateral think thinking ways of doing it and mm. figuring out how to monetize you know tip jar or whatever so that you know because i mean let's yep. face it most gig, if you do a gig at a pub or whatever you're very rarely going to get a decent amount of money and there's every chance mm. that if you could build an audience that's reasonably large you probably make right. more <laughs> yeah they, i mean that absolutely so i mean so you've got to think about what you should complain my your... place yeah Oh yes, please. Yeah, come on. Bring bring, bring ticket. ticket to my house. <laughs> yeah, no, bring you wouldn't want live that. You <laughs> I, actually, I think it would. Pork ticket live would be really amazing. Um, but yes, I mean. Now, there has a, pro a product has just been uh, an, uh, announced. I mean, I'm, I'm almost loath to mention it because you know they're, they're going to be so in demand. Black Magic ATEM Mini. Pro, and I think that looks like a really incredible unit for bands or acts or what you know anyone to, who wants to do streaming just because it's simplifies cheap, relatively it, yeah. simplifies it. I mean, what an amazing thing it is! I'm really desperate yeah. for one black magic. Here Please. we go. This is it. I'm going to show this. <laughs> and for those of you who probably yeah. think I'm not in, this, this, is, this is what it is. Basically, it's a four-channel HDMI mixer. So you can plug yeah. cameras, GoPros, whatever into it. And it, it switches, hardware switcher. So you get, you know, what you switch on those buttons goes mm. out. And it also... Two you stereo can inputs as well. Two stereo. You can also output... Yeah to stream it to record it record the switch thing on a on an ssd but it's also got a network port which means that you can send if you share yeah. the the network via your computer you can stream that directly to facebook or to restream or to any of these other streams so you end up with a switched master recording uh, you know if someone mm -hmm. does it right and a stream 
and that sort yeah, and this yeah. is like it's under a thousand quid i mean which for video yeah, equipment is, is, is really really uh, you know it's these things these are the things that are going to be game changers to people yeah. who perform I, I really strongly believe that and when you consider yeah. what you could spend on a synth or a bunch of stuff that you may not really need this is something that will that could enable yeah. you to do some really powerful things and i think this is going yeah. to be a huge growth area i mean i absolutely oh, do Absolutely. And one of the things, quite an interesting thing with it, though, is um, it's an Aust uh, Blackmagic Australian company. Uh, there is a software mixer uh, for all of it because it can handle a lot of audio channels, that thing can, because there's um, each there's a stereo set, a stereo pair from each HDMI input plus two. They're labeled as mic one and mic two, but there are 3.5 millimeter inputs that can be set in the software configurator to be line level. So you can run two line inputs into there but the mixer and uh has uh eq and various other things and it's yeah, actually it's got the fairlight sound like, engine fairlight. yeah fairlight yeah. so yeah, i'm just trying to scroll cool, yeah i mean i know this but i, th I think the um, the the, the blurring between music tech and video tech is going to be very, mm. it's just going to smear hugely it's because people, smear. And, and I've been doing this, again, I've been doing this all week, you know, with people remotely. It's like, what have you got? Right, I've got a laptop computer and I've got my phone. Okay, you could dial in your phone into our system, one of these remote calls, which can look as good as this easily. Uh, and that can be the shot of your piece of equipment, and then I'm talking to you. So, you know, as long mm. as I get a, stereo, a decent stereo audio feed afterwards, maybe a stereo mix, you know, just a belt and braces, we can do this stuff. I mean, it's amazing. Well, here's a question then. And I mean, actually, we could put this question out. What do people actually want to see in a stream then? So if it was, because if it's like a music tech type stream, you know, do people want to see like all the controls on everything that's kind of, you know, uh, or is that just, you know, or... Do, you know, do, do you always want to be able to see the performer's face? Do you want to really see, you know, if there's a little screen? Do you want to see the computer screen? I mean, that's one thing, isn't it? You know, all the kind of I think all, who... all of the above. I mean, the, the yeah. one thing that I will say is we also bring Zoom in. Uh, uh, and Zoom, what I do is I can I can get a really good because the screen share algorithm on Zoom is way better than the, uh, the, the the webcam algorithm. So you get much higher quality and a higher frame rate and full size resolution. So you can send a 1080 screen share and you can see that. And it and it you know we did um, the thing that we released with uh, um, uh, gosh with Yoad yesterday, which was the reverb uh, how reverb works, how algorithmic reverb works. That screen, all the screen from there was came over zoom yeah that's it. that's how i'm doing my my mixing thing I, I i do a screen share of zoom and then there's the little you know the images of everybody across the top and then using listen to like i said as the uh, as audio feed and they, they they're almost exactly in time i i just i actually set the latency on audio to uh, listen to from audio movers i set that at the same time to match up with the screen on on zoom and it, yeah. it works fantastic it's great so it, i mean i think the thing is it, uh, what you to answer your question i mean i would i would assume people want to see as much as possible or if they only right. had one shot what would it someone be someone in someone in the comments is saying that they would like to see a list of all of the gear used as well so, ah, so, okay. Yeah. That's, quite, interesting. that's quite an interesting idea. Mm. Well, I have but to say, I mean, Ian, yeah. Ian, uh, just to quickly, Ian Body has uh, provided um, uh, modular grid uh, setups of the stuff that he's using in his performance. Oh, that's cool. So you can check out his, his yeah. rack. Yeah. That's as very cool. Yeah. <laughs> check out his rack as it were. Ooh, uh, oh. so, so, yeah, so, so that it, it's just that thing I'm thinking about, though. Are you making content for music, you know, performance? Um, 
for everybody or for a music tech audience who really want to see the the nerdy details you know well i would be yeah i suppose so i mean charles i guess for you it would be the performance in that space over there maybe the stuff you do in this room is more tech focused right yeah it's it'd be it would definitely be more more live performance thing although i i am it's going to be kind of like i said like a like an unplugged tiny desk kind of thing but it will but it but it won't be unplugged and and some of the some of the acts that I'm going to bring in are electronic acts, who are going to be performing their stuff live. So you know, and and it will have a, a quite the, quite the gear rundown. But the idea too is that the mix that they're going to get will be a, a very audiophile mix uh, because that's that's my specialty anyways, mixing. So I might as well, you know, yeah, do something that features that. <laughs> so I, I, I want I want it to be a completely. I, I'm, I'm even I've got you know this. Um, I don't know where I put it. I have a the one of those 360 cameras, and I'm thinking about maybe doing a 360 version as well, where I just set the 360 camera right in the middle of the room, and um, what I'm going to send out is ambisonic, so that whichever way they decide to turn their Ooh. phone, they can oh, sort great. of hear and mix that focuses on that. Yeah, so I've already, I've, I've experimented with that. I've I've some hidden away videos on uh some private videos i guess they call them mm-hmm. on youtube uh just so i could see if the tech actually works and it, it does work so i, that's I think it's an interesting be great. idea I'm, yeah that's a great idea oh, that's a really good idea yeah i mean i wonder if now let you I know mean, when it's ready so yeah i'd love to i i think the other thing is now i mean maybe like robbie it's people will choose their streaming services based on the quality of the audio do you know what i mean so so they'll be they'll be actually oh yeah well zoom audio is rubbish vmix audio is pretty good uh you know youtube audio is pretty good facebook not so much you know i i wonder if we're going to start seeing those kind of differentiation i hope so so yeah. if you use something like Hold restream on, i just asked robbie a sec oh did you hear that robbie yes although it's cutting in and out for some reason ah your your network maybe uh, let me see what i'm sending back to you i'm i can send you low and then it will be lower you've gone very blocky there we go that's better i've cut the the signal level back to you so you didn't hear any of that i heard (laughs) it gave in and out a bit so i can can hear you asking me Okay, well, Gaz was going to jump in there, so I'll just jump in. But I was, I was, okay, I was going to talk yeah. about. I was wondering yeah. about whether people will pick, you know, whether there'll be streaming services that, mm. you know, in the same way that Tidal and uh, who was it, uh, Neil Young's thing, were sort of talking. We're using this mm. algorithm, so therefore it's going to be a better audio quality. Whether we'll now start seeing differentiation. So you might say, if YouTube did mm. a premium service for people who want to stream rather than consume, and said, right, we'll take the bandwidth, whatever you've got, you just, and we can get that out there at the highest quality. Quality. You know, that could be something that people will start to have to think about a little bit. Highest quality streaming services or the, the best sounding algorithm for rock music streaming or, you know, that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the question I was just quickly asking, and I, I apologise for cutting in there, but was about Restream. If you use a service like Restream, how does that affect that then? I mean, do you send to Restream like the highest quality Restream that you can and then Restream then will then send it out to all of the different... Because Restream... Well, I I, Restream I this is Restream here. Uh, uh-huh. I'm sending. Uh, this is this. I use Restream because it goes out to mm-hmm. Twitch, it goes out to Facebook, and it goes out to YouTube. I don't think there's any passwords in there. Uh, I'm sending this out at 720. I'm sending out uh, about two megs a second, but I could make it 1080. And then it goes right. out afterwards. I don't know how you. I think it sends on as much of the um, as much of the 
the quality as, as it can. So, you know, right. Restream is just, for those who don't understand, they've started to advertise on Facebook. It's actually quite useful because what is Restream? I'm just going to pause that because you, you send it to them and then you can send it out to YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, whatever, all from that one point. So your single point of streaming means you don't have to send out four different streams if your bandwidth is limited. So you could just go one at a higher quality and then send it out to everybody else. I mean, it's a paid service, that, um, but it's not very much. And if you're doing it a lot, it kind of does save mm. certain, uh, makes certain things easier. So, yeah. But I don't know about the, hmm. the nuts and bolts of it. I think it just passes okay. on what I send it, basically. So, I mean, just your questionnaire about people seeking out the best quality. I mean, because, like, Restream sends it to, I mean, gosh, 30, 40 different places and places I wonder how many people actually use. And I think that was the thing that was confusing a little bit. That um, I mean, I can understand Twitch and Facebook and YouTube. Um, what are all the others <laughs> and who you well, there, yeah there are a ton of others i mean there are some yeah. that you know there are i mean instagram you can stream live but you can't they, oh, right, they yeah. don't connect to that i mean i'd like i mean to be honest i'd rather just send it if i could send it to multiple places i may as well you know i mean there's mm. no it's i mean we don't we send it to twitch it doesn't really cost us anything but we hardly we don't get that many viewers on it because i don't maintain that as a platform that's the difficulty right. it's maintaining the platform so you know facebook we we, we interact with quite regularly you YouTube, obviously, we do, and our own site. Everything else, we don't really spend a lot because you just can only do so much. You know, you can because you, you need to cultivate and spend time to to engage your audience. And Instagram, we do to a certain amount, but that's mm. it. We couldn't really take on anymore. It's just not viable because each one needs a different sort of thumbnail. And when you make a sixteen nine thumbnail, and you go, "Oh, that looks nice," and then you go, "Now I've got to make it nine sixteen, <laughs> and it doesn't mm. work at all, and it's it's all wrong." And it, you know, it's it's actually mm. quite challenging and a bit of a pain in the ass, to be perfectly honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's probably a little far outside music tech stuff. But uh, I know, Robbie, but, did you get it's to relevant to what we're doing? So. It is. I don't know. Did mm. you? If you got to hear that? I mean, do you? You you said you did uh, live at Daryl's. Did they stream that, or was it recorded and then sent out afterwards? Can you remember? I can't remember. You know, it's this. This. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't remember how it worked. Were you there, Chicky, for that? No, I wasn't for that. No, I don't. Uh, Wait, I when can't was that? How it worked. We played Daryl's house, you know. Oh no, no, I, I, I didn't. Well, not with you guys. I haven't been there for that. No. Uh, a couple of years ago, I, I can't remember Nick. If I'm honest, no. Well, that's the other thing because you know you, and it always makes me nervous. You know, I know even after 600 episodes of Sonic Talk, you know, putting mm -hmm. a live stream at a point in the future where you've got to hit that, and then worrying about you know network redundancy and all that kind of stuff i mean we've got three coming up over the weekend i, I i'm fairly sure it'll be all right because it'll be from here you know I'm, I'm pretty confident but you know i'm not going to start buying satellite you know backup links but that's when you start getting into that when you promote it so far in advance and it might be really important and suddenly you know bt said oh yeah sorry we dug up the road uh your internet's off because you can't know you know whether it's going to be you know the, or the whatever BT, you know these are yeah. or whoever it is it's yeah, yeah. B, bt telecommunications <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah. BT, the the bt yeah we haven't heard from him in a while he's actually running around the country digging up people's telecommunications <laughs> yeah perhaps not funny, funny yeah, enough, he was telling me he gets enough, a lot of uh, a lot of so, texts from them yeah sorry he, does, he gets a lot of tech support oh yeah like chicky said he gets a lot of people yeah. asking about their bandwidth 
he really gets fucked <laughs> off with it. Well, it's funny. Well, when because he came on the show and I asked him and he said, you have no idea how many emails and how many Facebook comments I get every day from people in the UK wanting to know about their telecommunications issues. <laughs> that or else it's the, the Korean group, BTS. He, also, he gets a lot of stuff about them as well, wondering when they're going to tour. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's a problem. And oh, well. Nick, can I say one last thing on the on the streaming thing is that there is a, something that is in stock. I notice is the Roland Go Stream device, which is designed for musicians mainly, but it's like a kind of smartphone uh, streaming yeah. thing. Uh, it, you, it, and at first, it seems a little bit limited, but you can, as long as there's another device on the the same uh, Wi-Fi network, you can have two. Smartphones acting as cameras, plus it kind of um, plus the camera on the device. Yeah, I'm just looking for go live cast, isn't it? I'm just trying to see. Go live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got. Go I think that's. Yeah. I think they're sending one us one of those for review. Um, uh, and it's uh, this this yeah. thing. This this guy. That's the one. Uh, this is the. Fact. I th- I'm trying so, to see. I'm, I think it's like two or three hundred bucks. Two hundred ninety. Yeah, it's two nineteen. I'm looking at it right yeah. now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm wondering. You know, I mean, to be honest, for the extra couple of hundred quid. It almost yeah. be yeah. I mean, you need the cameras. I mean, it won't work unless you've got cameras to plug into it. Let's face it. This yeah. is a great That'll solution. This is a great this solution for people who don't. Yeah, just smartphones and smartphone. iPhone. It's a smartphone. Yeah, that's yeah. true enough. We're yeah, gonna try that. Um, okay. Well, I, I think we'll probably uh, call it uh, call it a day now because we've uh, we've been going for a lot. Sorry, uh, Robbie. I hope you weren't too disconnected in the net in, in network. No, sure. And uh, that's all right. That's fine. But it's lovely to see you. So, you are you going back to your um? Your work now. You're going back to do your album. I'll do a, bit, I'll do a, do a couple more tonight. Yeah, yeah. I will do that. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. I've been I've been kind of checking in every day with the, who I'm collaborating with, and it's sort of getting 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 advice and stuff on it. So it's good. So it's like a nice two way thing. Excellent. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Well, uh, lovely to have you, Robbie. Always a pleasure. And uh, I hope you stay yeah, well nice and safe and, uh, you know, get outside occasionally, safely, obviously. I do. Every day I go for a walk. Yeah, good for you. Uh, also, Mr. Charles Chicky Reeves, thank you also for joining us too. I, I can't wait I'm to see your 360 to. experiments. Really excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be really good. And, um, yeah, yeah it'll, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to, to doing that project. Um, and in the meantime, I'm... I'm releasing a track tonight possibly a new uh oh chicky and coco track there you go promotional pillow oh there's a good name for a show at some <laughs> promotional, point. promotional pillow. pillow oh that's that, uh, that <laughs> might actually have just pipped gateway toggle switch <laughs> um yeah so we were we did a cover of god only knows beach boys oh, so, oh, right, uh, nice. that like a like right. a disco version of it it's coming out hopefully tonight oh. if not if not tomorrow on Bandcamp, of course chicky and coco uh, well, actually, no, I'm going to put it out on YouTube. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Actually, maybe I will release a version on Bandcamp. A yeah, yeah, high yeah. quality version. As well. Put a li- and put a yes. link in the shoot in the YouTube description, of course. You know, you know. Yes, right of course. <laughs> of course, I will do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, Gaz, thank you very much for joining us as well. It's a pleasure cool. to see you. And uh, I hopefully will be seeing some, some more of you soon, I hope. Yes, there's a content galore coming. Uh, when he said about, uh, when, when Chicky just said about um, God Only Knows, though, it, I, I, I do apologise. I have told this story once before. I'm going to tell this very, very quickly about a practical joke I did about 20 
many years ago. I mean, these kind of things are kind of a lot easier to do these days. But um, the, the uh, Pet Sounds box set came out, and uh, on the box set there was like four CDs, and then and one of the CDs was like all the backing track, all, all the backing tracks with no vocals, and then on another CD was just all the songs on it, just the vocals. And I was just kind of thinking, oh, I wonder if they line up straight away, and you know, and they lined up perfectly. And I'd happened to just have put God only knows in. And then I had a bit of a light bulb moment. I was thinking, oh, this is quite a funny thing. So I went through the vocal and I just detuned a couple of notes. <laughs> like, sort of, um, uh, I mean, you know, this kind of thing's a lot easier to do with RX and stuff. But back then, this was kind of, uh, you know, I just did, and then started it really subtly. You know, I may not always love you as long as there are stars. I go sharp, actually. I go sharp <laughs> on stars. Just about, about 20%. And then just slightly increased the frequency of the slightly tunes until it started getting really, oh, and then I burnt it onto I burnt it onto CD because it was twenty years ago. I put the CD in in my Pet Sounds case, and I knew a friend of mine was just a um, Beach Boys fanatic. And the next and the next time he came round, I had it all set up, and I and I steered the conversation into Beach Boys and saying about favourite songs, and and he said, you know, he was going on about God only knows, and I was going. It's a lovely song, but man, the tuning is just oh, it just it just grates on me. And when you start hearing it, I, I just really can't hear the song anymore. He's going, no, there's no, there's no, the singing's perfect on it. It's yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to show you though, because when you hear it, you can't unhear it. And he was going, I don't, I don't, I don't. I, he said, I can't think of anything wrong with it. Oh, okay then. Off to the CDs, out of the CD, back so he doesn't see it's a CDR. I said, "Cause it to the CD player." I thought, you know, and I go, "Did you hear that?" And he's going, uh, "Yeah," and then there's it, "Yeah, oh," you know, it's like, oh. but then of course I went and blown it because it gets stupider as it goes on, is as is my, um, yeah. Yeah. and then you right, as he realised that I had tricked him. Oh, nice one. <laughs> Yeah. That's a good show. Yeah, <laughs> nice story. I did a remix of uh, We Love You by uh, Ryuichi Sakamoto, which had uh, Brian Wilson and uh, Robert Wyatt and Ryuichi Sakamoto, wow. none of which I would say in later years were renowned for their expressive yeah. and pitch on pitch singing pitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, singing. And, and we got the multitrack and it came, I, I've probably told the story before, it came on two... Two tw- two two forty eights, I think it was. It honestly, it was. It came in like four reels of two inch tape, and we and the transferring was a nightmare. And we pulled it all across, and I just remember we pushed all up, we pushed the vocals up, and it was like several Brian. This is when Brian, Brian wasn't very well for a long time, you know, and he was. Right. It, there was that weird phase where yeah. he was with the doctor, and I think he was just sort of over medicated, and it was all a bit wrong. Yeah. And uh, it was during that phase, and his singing was absolutely appalling, really, to be perfectly honest. And Robert Wyatt's got quite a, a character. It's quite a whiny voice, but it works really like shipbuilding's just, you know, it, it, it works for the yeah. songs that he writes, shall we say. But it didn't really work for that one. And it was, it was, uh, it was called We Love You. And I think it was, it was a Stones cover. And uh, it was just, because so, uh, my, my musical partner at the time is a massive Beach Boys fan. 
and he was so disappointed. And we didn't need, I didn't need to go to all that trouble. He was just massively disappointed because it, it was actually shit. Anyway. That's probably, that's probably I, I've, I've now badged the uh, podcast as an expletive deletive type of podcast, but that's probably a good place to stop things. But thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. That was really good fun. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, we, don't forget, we've got a special on Thursday, on Saturday at 3 p.m., where we'll have other YouTubers and people who are producing SuperTube content to just kind of come in and chew the fat. There's no real uh, ar architecture to that, much like most shows. Uh, but our videos <laughs> will come on stream on Friday, and we've got a load of stuff coming up. Just check the YouTube channel. Check it all out. Thanks, guys. We'll see you all um, out the other side. Uh, well, the, the other side of Super Booth. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs>